Hey everybody, today is March 4th, 2020, and welcome back to another episode of the Steam Leo Show. So last night there was a private witness chat with Eli Powell, Justin Sun, and some of the top Steam witnesses and stakeholders. So in this witness chat, it was about an hour and 10 minutes long, um, they discussed many of the top concerns of the Steam community. Many of the things that we've wanted to hear straight from Justin Sun himself. And honestly, it's a little bit, it's, I'm proud of the way that the witnesses handled this and the way that uh, the questions were framed uh, for the most part. What concerns me though is Justin Sun's lack of understanding of Steam. It was very clear. Uh, in his response to many of the concerns brought up by the witnesses and stakeholders, that Justin Sun really has no idea how Steam works. I think a lot of us have speculated that Justin didn't really understand Steam and that he just took Ned's word for a lot of what Steam it was and what Steam meant as a blockchain. And I think that has all just been confirmed in this chat recording. It's pretty clear from this recording that he just has no idea what's going on. He really doesn't understand the nuances of Steam. So I just wanted to make this quick video if you want the key takeaways from this meeting. So first and foremost, one of the biggest things talked about in this meeting was the power down window. And Justin Sun is sticking to his guns about reducing the power down window, but only for the exchanges who colluded to vote on the Steam governance model. The witnesses did not have any of this conversation. They really were not in favor of this plan at all. And that sentiment is absolutely valid. Why should the exchanges be allowed to power down the stake that they powered up, the customer funds that they used to vote on blockchain governance? Why should they get off without any repercussions whatsoever? It's not the responsibility of the Steam community to right the wrong of Justin Sun and of these exchanges and create an environment where they can get off on this situation without any sort of repercussion, without any sort of wait time. One of the very reasons why the 13-week power down window exists in the first place is to prevent situations like this where people can vote and then quickly unstake. So this window, in my opinion, should not be changed. It should stick if only as a reason for these exchanges to feel some sort of repercussion for their actions and realize that there are so many, I've seen on Twitter, there's so many people who are trying to withdraw from Binance and they're unable to withdraw and Binance support and messages on the Binance exchange are indicating that it's a wallet maintenance or some other bullshit excuse. And they're not even admitting that what they did is use the customer's funds to stake it on the blockchain and vote on governance. They're not even admitting to the fact that that's what they did. And that's the reason why people can't withdraw from their exchange. So in my opinion, these exchanges are responsible for the fact that their customers can't withdraw. And these exchanges ought to do something like subsidize these withdrawals with other cryptocurrencies that the exchange holds. Why should the exchanges be let off the hook without any sort of repercussion for participating in this collusion? I think it's ridiculous that Justin wants to 
help his friends at the exchanges to just get away with this without any sort of downside. So the next point is something that was pretty clear throughout the entire conversation, and that's that Justin and his team member, who was also in the call, clearly have no idea how Steam works. They don't know anything about the mechanisms of Steam. And when asked about many of the various nuances of Steam and things like the decline voting rights operation, they had no idea what that was. It's as if they never even had heard of it. And the same can be said in regards to the Steam Inc. stake and the intended use of that stake and the documentation that is clearly recorded on the blockchain and on YouTube videos all over the place that Ned and Steam Inc. had made promises about what that stake was intended for. Justin and his team member are claiming that they never saw that those documents and that they have no idea that that was the intended use of the stake. And they're also claiming that if Ned promised that that was the intended use of the stake, it doesn't carry over to Justin's son after he purchased it with his own hard-earned money. So this part is almost laughable because they talk about how they did their due diligence based only on the documents that Ned provided them. How often do you hear of a business owner who acquires a new business and says that their due diligence was only done based on the seller's documentation? That's absurd. It's like buying a house and not having it inspected and instead taking the seller's word for it that there's no leaks in the house. So I I don't even classify that as due diligence. I classify that as naiveness. I mean, you're, you're just taking the word of the guy who's selling you the product and you're not doing any of your own research. And clearly this is what Justin and his team did. They just listened to Ned and took him at his word that, oh, this steak, you can do whatever you want with it. And clearly, they did not do any sort of research on Steam or the history of the Steam blockchain and Steamit.com and Steamit Inc. Because if they had done any sort of research, they would have found all of this stuff. If they did any sort of real due diligence that a normal business owner would do, they would have clearly dug all of this stuff up. So throughout the talk, Justin also made claims that he has no interest in Steam governance. He has no interest in politics. um, And he has no interest in really voting on the way that the Steam blockchain is governed. And the witnesses said in response to that, then why don't you use the decline voting rights operation on his stake? He would effectively keep full control of his stake and would not be able to vote on governance, which according to the statements that he made during the witness chat, this is exactly what he wants. He wants to invest in Steam. He wants to make money on his investment, but he doesn't want to get involved in politics and governance. And if this is true, then this is the most simple path forward. I think if he is true to his word about not getting involved in Steam governance, then the clear path forward for me is for Justin to do this decline voting right operation on his stake. And in exchange, the Steam witnesses and Steam community puts out a public statement on the blockchain stating that we would never freeze his funds. And I think that's just the easiest negotiation. Then he gets what he wants and the Steam community gets what we want. He won't be able to vote on witnesses and governance and we won't be able to freeze his stake. I think that is the clearest and easiest path forward. It's the one that is the most mutually beneficial for everyone involved. And to me, it's ultimately a no-brainer. If he is true to his word about not caring about Steam governance and politics, then it's just clear that he can give up the right to vote on governance, which he clearly 
has said that he doesn't care about, and we will give up the right to freeze his stake. Because really, the the reason why the stake was frozen in the first place is because we were trying to contact Justin Sun for over a week, and he never responded. And so the threat loomed over the Steam blockchain that Justin could just at any moment use his stake to vote in his own top 20 witnesses and do a hostile hard fork. And the fact that he was so quiet and unresponsive made it more and more concerning that he was working on something behind closed doors, working on some sort of hostile hard fork, and that when the time came and the hard fork was ready, he would simply use his huge stake in Steam that he got from Steemit Inc. and vote in his own witnesses. And that Steemit stake is never supposed to be used to vote on governance. And there are plenty of pieces of evidence that show that the Steemit stake is not supposed to be used to vote on governance. Um, many people in the Steam community took to collecting all the evidence. There are dozens of links. I will provide a link to them below this video. And ultimately, it's, it's just a matter of getting everybody to get what they want. And to me, decline voting rights is the simplest path toward that. We, as the community and as witnesses, should agree to never freeze his stake as long as the decline voting right operation is in place, because the only real concern that we have is that he'll vote on witnesses. We have no concern of him selling stake or anything like that. The only concern is that he will control the governance. So the next thing that happened during the conversation was that it got a little bit heated, and some of the witnesses told Justin that at a bare minimum, uh, in the immediate future, he should change the price feeds of his sock puppet witness accounts, which are likely all running on the same node, to reflect the actual price of Steam. Because the price of Steam reflected in the price feed affects the entire reward system of the platform. So if he's not fixing his price feed properly, which he is not right now, it would affect all of the content creators on Steam and everyone who uses the blockchain. So this is a simple, it's not even really a compromise, it's just a small ask to Justin to not hurt the Steam blockchain while he's holding these witness positions. And the fact that he responded by saying he'll tell his team to look at the price fee is just a clear indicator, again, that he doesn't really know what Steam is or how it operates at all. I don't think his team really understands Steam. I think this deal was just kind of botched together without much research. So the witnesses ended on a note by saying, uh, at least some of them said that they would not consider another meeting with Justin until he removes the sock puppet witness accounts and stops voting on consensus. My conclusion from the entire thing is that Justin really has no idea what Steam is or how it works. He took Ned's word for everything when they made the deal, and he's really only interested in selling Steam for a profit. Uh, in the near future or in the next couple of years. Uh, his money and attention is not on making Steam a better blockchain. But ultimately, I think that we can come to a middle ground. I think that declined voting rights makes sense. So thanks for listening to this episode of The Steam Leo Show, and I'll catch you next time.